Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Sports Radio 92.9, the game back at it. Chuck Show hanging out in the Kia studios on this Wednesday evening with you. Final hour of the program is the start of the Brown Liquor Music Hour. Well, it is Whitney Houston's birthday today. Probably my favorite Whitney Houston song. Great song. I mean, how many... How many great songs does Whitney Houston have? Oh, I Good. mean, she's got a lot. Just that whole catalog. Like about like about 60? Yeah. Goodness gracious. We lost her way too young. Way, yeah. way, way too young. I had just landed back in Atlanta when she died, coming from the Grammys, doing Radio Rowing Grammy yeah. in, uh, in L.A. Yeah. And we, me and Greg Street decided to come back early because, you know, we had done the, been to the show plenty mm-hmm. of times. As soon as our plane lands, we get alerts that, she had just, they had just found her dead. Yeah, I mean, they found her in her bathtub, right? I yeah, mean, in the hotel. Yeah. 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 <sighs> you know, it's all the uh, it's all the good people that die young, right? They yeah. say that they, look, that, listen, the good die young, right? That's mm-hmm. why I'm going to live forever. <laughs> that That's part of the reason why I'm going to live forever. Only the good die young. Because I'm not good. I'm, I'm going to be around forever <laughs> today. So, anyway. Um, 404-726-0929. Watching the Braves. Braves do have the lead again, so they they grabbed the lead back. Michael Harris did score um, off of a well, – I don't know if Ronnie drove him in. It might have been Ronnie that drove him in, but but Michael Harris did score, and so the Braves now have the lead back in this game. Now, speaking of Michael Harris, there's an article by Mike uh, Petrelio, P-E-T-R-I-E-L-L-O. Um, talking about, he says, here's why the Braves lineup is one of the deepest ever. So he goes through and talks about, you know, hey, you can look at all the regular stats, the stat cast, the different things, blah, 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 right? Okay. But here's the paragraph that I want to get to. So I'm going to read this verbatim. So, quote, but there's something a whole lot more fun happening than just all that. And it's the bottom of the lineup. Atlanta's number nine hitters at the start of the season with a daily rotation, but since late May, primarily Michael Harris II, have an OPS of 8 
12 so far. That's not just the best of any team's final spot uh, final spot hitters, though it's that too. It's better than 20 of the tw- of 29 other teams' leadoff hitters. The Braves are getting more production out of the number nine hitter than two-thirds of baseball are at the number one spot. Now you see what's going on here. And the Braves aren't just strong at the top or in the middle. They're strong at the bottom, too. They're baseball's deepest lineup, and there's more than what than what you might think. Now, gosh, boy, if only somebody had been talking about this. God, I... You know, I'm telling you, there's this huh? guy. There's this guy. Really? Yeah, this guy. Really? Yeah, he's pretty good. He's going to live forever, isn't he? he? He probably will. He always gives it to you raw. You know, uh, we, we, we don't script it, you know, <laughs> so we don't we don't script it. So um, now, look, we've talked about this all year. And, and again, this is not patting myself on the back, although I don't really have to do that because I'm always right. But the idea is. We've talked about the seven, eight, and nine hitters, what, for about four months now? <clears throat> Just about how much production they get out of those guys. And, and if you look tonight, guess what? The Braves are four for – they're seven, eight, nine hitters. Four for nine, three runs, and an RBI. When you're doing that kind of work, the big thing is – you're turning over that lineup and putting it into Ronnie and Ozzie and Riley's hand. And don't think for one minute that that isn't a reason why those guys have had success. The more you have to pitch to those guys, the better off you are. It's not just the fact that, hey, they've got some guys that are hitting well. It's the fact that they're creating more at-bats for Ozzy, Ronnie, Riley, Olsen. They're creating more opportunity. And the more those guys get opportunity to do things, the better it becomes. And that's the thing is that this lineup is so deep. And again, when you hear about the fact that Michael Harris has a better OPS than two-thirds of teams uh, starting, or, or I should say, leadoff hitter. And again, you know, the other thing about this day day is nowadays lineups are very different. You know, their lineups are very unconventional, and a lot of managers put really high on base guys or power. Look, look, Anthony Rizzo is a guy that hits first, right? They, you have very unconventional. You don't have Ricky Henderson and Tim Raines and Vince Coleman, you know, in baseball anymore. You don't have those guys. I mean, the, the closest thing to Tim Raines and, and um, Ricky Henderson is Ronald Cunha Jr. But you don't have guys that are speedsters, get on base, bunt, steal a base here, beat out an uh, infield hit here. You don't have those kinds of players anymore. You know, D. Gordon might have been the last – kind of slap it all around leadoff hitter that had a pretty good batting average, you know, at the end of the day. But you don't have many of those guys. So the fact that 
you try to put some of your best players in your leadoff spot. And Michael Harris, who, let's face it, he's had his struggles. He was struggling mightily in the first part of the year. He's now caught up. He's hitting really well. Again, don't look now, Day-Day. Do you know what Michael Michael Harris right now, what, uh, let's see, this is the bottom of the, no, sorry, the top of the seventh inning. As of right now, mm-hmm. Michael Harris is now hitting 290. Yeah. Hitting 290. Hit 297 last year with a 339 on base. He's hitting 290 with a 336 on base. He's right, he's right at the level of where he was before. He's getting to that level. And he's had a really hot stretch here of late. But it tells you about how good this lineup is when you've got your seven, eight, nine hitters that are four for ten with three runs and an RBI. That's getting some work done. Yeah, and tonight only one, only one, only one batter uh, hitless. I think tonight. Yeah, Matt Olson's the only guy who doesn't have a hit. He's got two walks in the game, but he's the only guy that doesn't have a hit tonight. Mm-hmm. In fact, um, they've had one, two. They've had five different guys score a run, and they've had five different guys drive in a run. No, sorry, four different guys drive in a run. They get contributions from all over the place. But the fact that Michael Harris has been better than most teams' leadoff hitter says a lot. And, and, and you know, Harris is a guy who we obviously had high expectations for. Now it's kind of coming back to fruition. And obviously he also is a guy that, you know, his power stroke has kind of come back a little bit. His, his home run total is starting to get up. You know, it's been – you know, I think he's at 11 home runs right now. He hit 19 last year. He won't drive in the same amount of runs. Probably won't steal the same amount of bases that he did last year. But still, you think about the production just up and down this lineup. And, again, it's good to see that folks are catching on to this, right? Folks are now realizing that this is the deepest lineup in baseball. And and it's not just the deepest lineup in, in today's baseball this is one of the deepest lineups in baseball history. And, and you think about where, where Michael Harris is. And, and by the way, he's still been a plus defender. That hasn't gone away. He's still got tons of speed. You know, that hasn't gone away. But it's been more than just Michael Harris. It's, it's been that seven, eight, and nine spots in the order. Whether that's been Rosario, Ozuna, Arcia, Michael Harris. You know, you've had, you've had all kinds of, you know, uh, Sam Hilliard, right? I mean, you've had all kinds of different guys that have hit at this bottom of the order. I mean, some guys more than others, but you've had all kinds of guys that have hit at the bottom of the order, and they're getting production out of everybody for it. And that's a testament to how good that this team is. And by the way, their offense has had to bail them out over the last month and a half here because their pitching has been not what we're used to seeing out of Braves baseball. Not been not been the salad days of dominant starting pitching and all that kind of stuff. You know, it's been, you know, it's been have to outscore. It, it's it's the old Cleveland Indians from the from the mid nineties, the ninety five Indians. They had Dennis Martinez, Oral Hershiser, Charles Nagy, you know, and um, you know Cavalcade of misfits. But they had to outslug everybody. They were a a pretty good pitching staff. 
but their offense would really carry the way. Because, again, you had, I don't know, Kenny Lofton, Manny Ramirez, and Albert Bell with Jim Tomey and Paul Sorrento and Eddie Murray and uh, what's his name, uh, the catcher, uh, Sandy Alomar Jr. Now, he had guys all up and down that lineup, and their offense could carry them. When their offense had to score, their offense could score. Same thing with the Braves. And it's kept them in a lot of these games. So, again, we've talked about this all season long, that this lineup is so good and so deep, and and we see the results now. But I I thought that that was interesting to read that, um, just to kind of put that in perspective about how good this Braves lineup has been. We've known it. We've talked all about it. We, we've it's not been a mystery to us, but for a lot of people, you say, well, how do the Braves, you know, 71 and 40? They don't they don't have dominant starting pitching, although Spencer Strider's, I think, the favorite to win the Cy Young. You know, they have the MVP of the league, but it's got to be more than just him. Yeah, it's a deep, deep lineup. It's the deepest lineup in baseball and one of the deepest that we've ever seen that uh, has come down the road. I, I still think that that 2003 team, might have been a little bit more dominant in some ways, but we'll compare the numbers when we get to the end of the year, and we'll see what all happens. Braves break the record. They may be the most dominant lineup in, in team history. That's, a, that's quite an accomplishment for, you know, again, the Braves may not have the Yankees history, but still there's been a lot of good teams that have played for the Atlanta Braves over the years and decades. All right, when uh, we come back, it'll be time for That's Life. A... Georgia boy is in the finals of the mullet showdown. I'll have that story next. Chuck in the key studios. Sports radio, not to the game, the Odyssey.com app. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois.
Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. Back at it, John Chuckery Show. 921, live from the Kia Studios. You know what time it is. That's life. That's life. That's what all the people say. 404-726-0929. That is our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line to be a part of the show. At JMCH316, at the D. Lewis for real on Twitter. So, a South Georgia boy is now day-day in the top 25 in the nation for the 2023 Kids Mullet Contest. The challenge is being held online by mulletchamp.com and benefits Jared Allen's Homes for Wounded Warriors. Brock Higgins, 11 years old, of Douglas, Georgia, is now in the top 25. His name is Brock. <laughs> Brock Higgins. I'm not. His name is Brock. Yeah. He sounds like a winner. Yeah. <laughs> Quote, he wanted a mullet like baseball players. I said no. Then COVID hit, and I said, why not? Now it fits his personality and wild spirit. We couldn't see one without him. That's what his parents said. So, again, go to, um, go to what is this, uh, mulletchamp.com and vote for young and by the way, only 11 years old. Vote for Young Brock. And it's a pretty good moule. I mean, it's it's a pretty good moule. <laughs> I saw, because they started this contest about a week ago, right? Or I, something I, like that? Because I, I, no I, I saw. I, I've seen it before. I've seen the contest yeah. before. I saw something about it and yeah. just thought, okay. But, there, but if you go to WSB's webpage, they, they have a, a, you can vote. You can click on the thing <laughs> and vote for it. So, um, but yeah, uh, listen. Um, and it's all in good fun, right? I mean, it's. It's a nonprofit organization that um, is, you know, helping our um, our wounded warriors and all that good stuff. So, uh, but vote for young Brock Higgins, 11 years old, to be the uh, mullet champion of the world. Now, you got to help me with this one. So, Sydney Sweeney is confirmed to be now playing Julia Carpenter slash Spider Woman in a movie called Madam Web. Okay. Now, first off. Who is Sydney Sweeney? Do we know her? The actress? Yes. Uh, I saw that report, but I'm not familiar with her. I'm not sure what she may have been in. Okay. Who is Julia Carpenter, Spider Woman? Uh, Madam, Madam, so that's one of, so, you know, because obviously. So she, got, so she got bit by the same spider that bit Peter Parker. N- no, she didn't get bit by the same huh? spider. <laughs> what? No, no. Okay, then what is she? If she's the female Spider Woman, whatever, what is she then? Um, so I didn't really read the the Spider Women's, but the, I do know that Madam Madam, what is it, Madam Madam um, Web? Madam Web. She's like the. Uh, oh, what do you want to say? In a kind of like the godmother of the Spider Verse because the, of all the different Spider huh? people. What? Here, let me just do a Wikipedia for you. How, real how, quick. How, uh, they, so they all got bit by the same spider. <laughs> because isn't that the thing? Isn't Peter Parker was bit by a he was bit, yeah, spider. but not all the Spider Men have been bit so by a spider. So how can they be spider? How can they be Spiderman? There's uh, there was ac- there's some of them were uh, accidents that happened, like scientific accidents. There's all kinds of backstories. <laughs> Okay, um, I'm I'm all confused by by all this. So, um, so they just basically created as many gimmicks. They 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 had a hit in Spider Man, and they said, you know what? Let's go, 
let's go with Duke the Dumpster Drose, the Repo Man, um, Doink. You know, that, remember when they created Doink? Matt Bourne was the original Doink. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you remember all of the little doinks that they had? The, yeah. The, remember they were dink. Mm-hmm. Remember they they, they yep. took on Jerry Lawler. Yeah. And they met dink, right? They yep. had doink. And they had dink. <laughs> this is this is spider. This is Spitterman and Spitterwoman. <laughs> dink. It's not doink. It's dink. <sighs> God. All right. Um, happy birthday today. We mentioned uh, Whitney Houston gone way, way too uh, soon. Mm-hmm. Um, Deion Sanders' birthday Prime. is uh, today. Um, the wonderful and lovely Alexa Bliss, who just got married, by the way. You know she has a pet pig. No. That and and it sleeps in her bed at times. That's, well, that's maybe, pushing it. May, maybe not now because uh, <laughs> she does have a husband now. But uh, Alexa Bliss is a. Um, a uh, you know godsend. Um, and by the way, I I think she's one of the great promos in wrestling. I I, I love when I love her promos, and I love when she does that moment of bliss show or whatever. Yeah, like that. I yeah. love her promos. So I I'm a fan of Alexa Bliss. Again, too small to wrestle, but yeah, anyway. she's tiny. Yeah. And uh, speaking of uh, superheroes, Eric Bana. Did you like him as the Hulk? No, did not. Yeah, he he stunk as the Hulk. Yeah. I don't even like the I don't even like the Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo. Mark, Mark, Edward, Mark I thought Edward Norton was pretty good. Yes, he I agree. He was pretty good. But I don't like. I don't even like Mark Rufies. I, don't, I like him better than Banner. Yeah, that's that's, <laughs> that's like being the nicest guy in prison. <laughs> I knew you were going to say. Or, or I should say, that's like being the nicest guy on death row. So, um, Or the tallest midget. But anyway, uh, we aim to offend uh, everybody. All right. Today is National Book Lovers Day. So with that. Tonight's top 10 list. Your top 10 favorite books you've ever read. Day Day, the floor is yours. All right. Uh, I've got A Time to Kill. I actually okay. read I've the read book. I read the book before the movie. Um, Love that book. Uh, this one is not a, a story or a fiction. It's uh, more about um, business. It's called Chasing Cool. Um, it's a good book about, you know, learning how to, you know, strategies when it comes to marketing. Okay. So I, I like diving back into that one from time to time when I want to kind of just get my the, the juices flowing on business. Gotcha. Um, these next three are all of a series. You know, I'm a big Star Wars fan. So after the original Star Wars, you know, Return of the Jedi, after that series ended. Yes. Uh, Timothy Zahn was one of the first one of the guys that put out a, a set of books um, as his version of what would, you know, a, the sequels, so to speak. So he had Heir to the Empire. Dark Force Rising, and then The Last Command. Okay. Um, and his versions, honestly, were, to me, the best of all of the writers that tried to write post-Return of the Jedi storylines. Uh, Beloved by Toni Morrison. It was actually turned into a film as well. I don't know if you ever read that one. It's about no. a, uh, uh-uh. a, a slave. She, um, a house she's in, is she thinks it's haunted. Um, I, okay. haven't, I haven't read it in a long time. I didn't, because when it got adapted to a film, I didn't watch it. Um, gotcha. It was one of the books that I had. I, had, I was, I don't want to say forced to read, but I was getting in trouble when I was younger, so I had to read the book. Anyway, uh, Charlotte's Web from my childhood. That was always a good one to read mm-hmm. in school. I read that one as well. Yep. Um, we had to read that yeah, one. Yeah, I was about to say, these next couple I had to read. Um, Great Expectations. That was oh, a school okay. book we had to read. The Iliad. That was a book we had to read. Oh God! And um, but see, the Iliad. I like that. That all that choice, all that stuff. Yeah. I like that kind of stuff. Homer. <laughs> and then uh, of mice and men. 
And okay. I actually, we we had to read the book, and then we actually had to watch the movie in class. And it was uh, with uh, Jack Nicholson. The uh, uh, the movie was in black and white, was it not? Uh, was it black and white? I, I thought it was black it, and white. It I may it was have late been. 60s. I thought it was late sixties when they made that movie. Yeah, it may have been. Um, okay, but that was a that was a famous book and and a famous yeah. movie still to it as well. All right, um, I'm a little bit more shallow in some ways. <laughs> um, so Guy Evans did a book called Nitro: The Incredible Rise and Inevitable Collapse of Ted Turner's uh, Baby. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I had Guy Evans on the show uh, okay. during the pandemic. Okay. He, and the book is fascinating because they they not only talked to Bischoff, but they talked to everybody. They talked to Steve Coonan. Mm-hmm. They talked to everybody who's associated with Nitro. All the producers, all the backstage people, the Turner heads. They talked to everybody. That's mm. what's great about it is that they get everybody's perspective about that. And I had uh, I had him on. I had Guy Evans on. I uh, had him on the show. Um have a nice day. Mick Foley's biography. That's his first okay. biography. His biography is really good. I want to read Bret Hart's book, but Mick Foley's book is outstanding. Mm. And that was his first book that he wrote. Number one Times bestseller. Huge, huge hit. Um, Jim Ross's book, Under the Black Hat. That's the okay. sequel to Slobberknocker. Okay. And it picks up, it starts at WrestleMania 15 which is in 1999, that is the uh, Rock and Austin, the right. first time that they met at WrestleMania 15. Right. Um, that's their first match. And it talks about, because, again, he had, he had Bell's palsy. Right. And it starts with him calling the main event at WrestleMania 15. But I love that that story. And it goes into his wife's death and all that kind of stuff. Mm. So I, uh, I like that. Um, Silent Coup, which is a book about the Watergate scandal and okay. some different things. The guy was featured on, the writer was featured on 60 Minutes. In fact, he was uh, interviewed by Mike Wallace. Um, so that that's one of my favorite books. Um, and following up on that, All the President's Men. Oh, yeah. I loved All the President's Men. I mean, that's... So that, they made, I didn't realize that was... Ba- the movie... So the movie was based on a book. I didn't realize that. Yeah, okay. yeah. And so the two books that they wrote by Woodward and Bernstein, All the President's Men was a Pulitzer Prize winner. Okay. And then the the other book that they wrote was called The Last Days. So that it chronicles the the final year of Richard Nixon's okay. presidency. So um, last days, I read both those books, but all the President's Men is a is a classic. Um, Private Parts. Do you know what that is? No. That's Howard Stern's biography. Oh, okay. And I'm telling you, that book is funny and fascinating at the same time. Okay. They made the movie off of it. That's the how. That's the Howard Stern movie. His is the movie right, that he started. Right, right. Was Private Parts. Um, but that. That book is fascinating. Okay. I mean, it's it's very funny. It's laugh out loud funny, but it is a fascinating read. Just his rise in radio and all the stuff that he went through mm. to get to where he is now. But um, private parts is a is a really good one. Okay. Um, more political, but a book called Useful Idiots by Mona Sharon. My Mona Sharon. Mm. Um, it basically is about how people got the Cold War wrong and everything okay. like that. Um. Uh, oh, Purpose Driven Life. I've heard of that one. Okay, so that's by Rick Warren. Okay. Um, it's a fascinating book. I mean, it it's it's a very, you know, it's a religious book in a lot of ways. Right, right, right. You know, but living your best life okay. and 
Um, it's I mean I've yeah loaned that's that book why to, I've heard of, yeah I've yeah. loaned that book to several people. Okay. I mean it's one of the best selling books. You know I don't want to say it's a self help book, but but I mean there's a lot of inspirational messages right. and different things like that. But but living your best life uh, okay. in it. Um, and then my final two books, um, 1776, uh, by David McCullough. Okay, fascinating book, and it's about the year 1776 and the struggles that the you know the Americans went through in the Revolutionary War okay. and really the turning point where the year did not start off very well, but then as the year went on, the U.S., you know, had massive victories and turned the tide of the war and, you know, it allowed them to write the Declaration of Independence because mm. they were they were starting to, you know, change the outcome of the war. So gotcha. fascinating book. Uh, I think that's a Pulitzer Prize winner um, as well. And then one of my favorite books of all time as well, we were soldiers once and young. Okay. Hal Moore. Um, so, did you ever see the movie "We Were Soldiers" with Mel Gibson? I remember the movie. Okay. Yes. So that's so the book is "We Were Soldiers," young. Uh, we were soldiers once and young. Okay. That's the account. So Mel Gibson plays Hal Moore. Okay. In the movie. Okay. And uh, it's the story. It that was basically the first major battle of the Vietnam War was the Ia Drag right. battle that they had. Okay. Um, and, and, you know, again, it's fascinating. It's it's in multiple parts um, where there's multiple battles, but the Ia Drag, Ia, Ia Drag, I-A is what it is, Drag, D-R-A-N-G, I think. Okay. Um, it's a it's the first basic, basically the first battle of the Vietnam War okay. where Americans and the Vietnamese really fought one another, and uh, it's a fascinating story. Okay. Again, you get uh, accounts of what was going on on the battlefield right. and what the emotions were of some of the soldiers and stuff like that. It's, it's riveting. I okay. mean, it, it really is good. The movie's very good, too. The movie is very yeah, good. Yeah, I remember the movie. Um, yeah. But the book is fascinating. It's a okay. very fascinating story. So, okay. And, you know, I'm a, I'm a Vietnam War right, buff. I right, mean, I'm, right. I'm, my, my uncle fought in Vietnam. I'm, I'm very much a, a buff that wants to read as much as I can okay. about it. So. Yeah. Um, real quick, too, I gotta correct myself. Mm-hmm. Um, of of mice and men was actually not Jack Nicholson. That one, that the one he that I read with him that I had to read was actually one who flew over the cuckoo's nest. Oh yeah, we had to read and watch that of mice that's and men. My, that's my favorite Jack Nicholson yeah. movie. Um, of mice and men, which we had to read and read what read and then watch was the story of the 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 guy. He was a uh, what's the actor. I can't think of his name. Well, if you it? saw his name, he was in Harlem Nights. He was the boxer in Harlem Nights. And this was one of his early movies. He was played like a kind of like a, uh, what do you, I don't want to use the word. Uh, he was, uh, what do you call it, uh, off, basically. And he was accused of messing with a little girl. Yes. Oh. Um, What's his name? He was the boxer in Harlem Nights. He had the stutter. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I don't remember what, what that was. But, but this was one of his early movies. Yeah, the movie was out in 1992. It was directed by Gary Sinise. Yes, I thought that there was. I know the book was from. Um, I know the book was from way back, but um, John Malkovich is in it. Um, Gary Sinise is in it. He also directed the movie. Um, Ray Walston is in it. Joe Morton. Alexis Arquette. Joe Morgan is that is that who Joe it is? Morton. Joe Morgan maybe. Joe Morton. Joe Morton. Yeah, that might um, be who it is. Yeah, it's. Uh, uh, I didn't realize that that movie was 1992. I thought that there was a version that was. Yeah, out I had to. Re- yeah, I had to watch that, that in high school. Yep. But uh, okay, all right, that's good. So, all right, when uh, we get back, 
one person, one, hit the $1.58 billion Mega Millions. And all of us had to go back to work. Chuck Green, the Kia Studios. Come up top of the hour, JR Sports Brief. Sports Radio, not on the game, the Aussie.com app. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Back at it, Chuck Reese Show. Hanging out in the Key Studios on this Wednesday evening with you. At the top of the hour, JR Sports Brief coming up after us. Braves uh, right now, it's uh, 6-5. to five. So Braves are hanging in there. Leads keep trading back and forth. So uh, Braves just picked up the, uh, the lead here as we head toward the uh, bottom of the eighth inning. So Braves are back on top. We'll see if the Braves can close this thing out and win another game in Pittsburgh. Did you see Day Day that one, one. person in Florida won the one point five eight billion I didn't even look to see where they were from. I just saw the headline that I said saw it was one. Florida. I, I didn't see I didn't see what city or what once I saw it just said one, I I I didn't care. I was like go figure. And it's probably somebody that's not trying to be funny. If they're in Florida, probably already retired, probably got a nice amount of money in the bank. And so goes it. I mean, I, I think the stat that I saw was the federal government's going to get eight hundred sixty-seven million dollars. That's the big winner. That that the, the person who won the prize right. isn't the winner. The federal government's the winner. They're going to get eight hundred sixty-seven billion, or sorry, eight hundred sixty-seven million dollars. So that person will get what? So that's seven hundred million. Seven hundred yeah, I mean, million. It, for I mean, them? it it'll be it'll be about. Eight hundred and something to six hundred and something, you know. Like they like again. Uh, okay, so you pick up a payday of six hundred and something million dollars. Right, crazy. I mean, it really is. It's crazy. But I, I, how? Well, again, I'm sure that they took it in a lump sum because um, it it doesn't come out better to. You're not going to live long enough for the annuity. Um, yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, you're not no. going to live long enough. Just take the money in one lump sum. Yep. But. Do they just do a direct deposit? Because uh, what's the most you've ever won on the lottery? Have you ever played the lottery or anything? Uh, so on on the the numbers, the most I've ever won is like two, three dollars. But like on scratch offs, I've won like 
I think twenty five or fifty bucks before is most okay. the most I've ever So won. I mean I've won five thousand oh, dollars on nice. scratch off before. Nice. I've had I've had I've had a few thousand dollar scratch off wins, but I, the most I've ever won on a scratch off is five thousand. Nice. And so in this and I don't know about other states, but in the state of Georgia, mm-hmm. so if you anything over six hundred dollars You have to go down to the spot. Yes, yeah. yes, you have to go down to the to, and really it's right here on Williams Street. Mm-hmm. Um so what you do is when I won five thousand dollars, and I've again I've won like, like three or four times I've won a thousand dollars. But, but when I I mean when I won the five thousand dollars, go down, show them the ticket, show them your IDs and all that kind of stuff, and then you have to fill out all this paperwork, mm-hmm. and then you get you can get the money in a couple of different ways. Um, number one is you can have it loaded for immediate use. On like a, for lack of a better term, a debit card right. from the lottery that you can use immediately, or you can get a cashier's check that is not available to be cashed for two days. You can deposit the money if you go to the bank on time. You can deposit the money and it will be available, but you can't cash it for two days. Hmm. So you can't take cash. So. You can't you can't go to a bank and and just cash the whole thing in. Now the other thing about five thousand dollars is that's the cutoff line for when they automatically take taxes out. Okay. So anything five thousand and one dollars or more, they automatically take out the government's percentage of the prize. So again, if you win ten thousand dollars, the government's going to immediately get their cut. So you're going to get whatever's left over. After federal taxes, but up to five thousand dollars, they won't tax. Exactly, the taxes are not automatically taken out. But anything over five thousand, yeah, five thousand and one or above, they automatically take the taxes out of your winnings. I'm sure with the when you get up into like the you know millions, I'm sure it probably is a little bit longer of a process. Probably oh, before because yes. you want to, yes. as an individual, you probably want to kind of get with a legal a lawyer and kind of make sure you know. Well, to be honest with you, though, like I just want the money deposited in my account immediately. Right. I want to see my bank have six hundred million dollars in it. Like I want, like I would take a picture of that, and I would put it on social media. I would take a picture of it and put it on social media. Would you gradually? I think we talked about this before, but would you gradually stop working, or would you just do it instantly? Um, I would look if I made if I got six hundred million dollars or some kind of significant reward, I would only do radio at that point. Right. I would only do radio. Right. So that would be the only thing that I would do. I wouldn't do all my other jobs and gimmicks and right. everything else that I would have to, that I have to do. Right. Um, if I had that kind of money, if I had F U money, it would be just radio. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. It would it would just be radio. Yeah. And I and I'd use as much vacation time as I possibly could. <laughs> so I would I would disappear as much as I possibly could. But um but yeah, no, I to be honest with you, I mean if if really and truly I would not. I, I would not come out and do all the pictures and all that. Kind yeah, of, like I would I pay would, the. I would pay because I think in Georgia you can pay. Yes, we looked that up. You can pay for the. Uh, what is it? Uh, anonymity. An, anonymity. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, you have to pay for it. I think you have to pay. Well, I know you can ask for it. I, yeah, I, 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 would, I don't I know would, if it's auto. I, I don't know no, if they no, take I, an extra amount, but I'd pay there if you had to. I'd pay it. I wouldn't pay three bucks. I I would just be anonymous. I mean, I would just. Say, look, send my money to the. Here's my bank account. Here's right. my routing information. Just send me the money. Yeah, you know, because again, you're not gonna, 
you're not going to get the happy Gilmore check. And mm-hmm. I and I could guarantee you, there's no way that they're that they are um, writing you a cashier's check. No, not for that. No, that's what I'm saying. That's probably going to be a process. That's yeah. probably you're probably talking about maybe a week, maybe. Oh, just I, to I get would say, I would say a week or two weeks. Yeah, just, just to get everything transferred from yeah because even your bank has to make sure on their end that you know they're set up for a large wire right or as i say yeah i mean absolutely (laughs) like like there's like you would have to inform the bank that hey this money is coming in or Mm -hmm. yeah and and again you know the the other thing is too you know when you if you ever do a cash transaction of ten thousand dollars or more cash Mm -hmm. you're supposed to notify the irs exactly you're supposed to notify the irs but um, but I, I wouldn't do all that. I'd say screw the government. But, um, but no, I'll take my cut, get it all set up, and I'll just have a deposit made of six hundred. Let's say six hundred fifty million dollars. Yeah. You know, into my bank, and then I'll just look at it. I, what I'll literally do is just for a day, I will just stare at my bank balance. <laughs> just stare at my bank balance. What's the first thing you buy? Uh, I don't know if it's a buy, but I would auto. I would tally up every debt that right. I have and right. I would just wipe it instantly yeah. right. and then right. maybe that's then after that but first thing would be debt like, yeah I I think that um and I do Zelle um mm-hmm. so I, I like that's a transfer you can do mm-hmm. like you know like how they do Western Union but Zelle is like through banks and stuff right. like that um I would I would send my folks some money mm-hmm. um I would pay off some bills, and I'd buy a house yeah. immediately. Yeah, like that would be the first thing that I would buy: a house or a condo or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, definitely another house. Uh, we, we, I'd want to move. You know what? Oh, our house is fine. Maybe just upgrade our house. I, I wouldn't. Yeah, we don't, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to do all that. I, I, I would want a. I would want a brand, brand new. new house. Yeah, I want. Now, a brand would you new want house. it built, or would you just want to go find a developed subdivision or uh, probably a developed subdivision? I mean, okay. again, I would have to. I would have to decide. Well, two things. One is I'd have a beach condo. That that'd be oh, one yeah. thing. I'd have a yeah. beach. I'd have a beach condo. So I'd be a property at the beach. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd have to decide about where I would want to live. Um, that would be the other thing. It, it would be Atlanta, right? But I'm just saying, what part of town? Like, do I stay? Right. I, I I love Roswell, but I'd also like to be closer to my daughter. Right. Um. So I'd have to balance all that out, but. It would be somewhere, you know, Roswell to Canton, somewhere in that area, mm-hmm. and then a beach house. But that would be the first thing that I would buy. Yeah, is get get a house and get it all fixed up, and and you know have a nice piece of property and just pay cash for it mm-hmm. and and be done with it. Yep, and not have to worry about it. Pay your insurance up for a little while too. Might as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't. I I mean, again, I wouldn't buy like an extravagant car because I'm not. I'm not much of a car guy. Yeah. Like I'm not a big car person, but I, that's house would be the first thing. Pay yeah. off debts and and send send some of my family members some money and yeah. just allow them to be comfortable. So yeah. Anyway, all right. When we come back, it'll be time for the love TKO. Chuck Reed the Key Studios, Sports Radio, not to the game, the Odyssey.com app.
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.